What's up, Houston? Claudian Hoxha here with the Houston Real Estate Advisor Group here at EXP, aka Ian, your real estate advisor. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, to our uh, uh, next episode here uh, in at uh, What's Up, Houston. Uh, and uh, today I wanted to cover a, a question that I received from one of my clients. For you guys who do not know who I am, I am a real estate broker here in the Houston area. And what I do is I try to put together these podcasts to help you guys uh, with what's happening in the Houston area with the buying and selling process and things of that nature. So um, this week I had a question from one of my buyers. Uh, and the question was, what happens uh, after I like a house? So let's say we go out there and I like a house. What happens next? So I wanted to cover the first step that happens. And um, so, well, actually second step, because as, as I told you guys previously, the first step would be to, uh, to, would be to get pre-approved. Okay. So, and if you want to know more about that, I do have that uh, in my other episodes. So feel free to go through that. We're not going to go into that right now. So uh, the next step after the pre-approval process would be to put in the offer. So after we are out there touring uh, properties and you like something, then what we do is we're going to have to put in an offer. Now, if you're working with me, I would have you already coached uh, in what to do after that point. Um, so one thing that we do is uh, we draft up the contract. So if you're working with me, I do ele everything electronically, being that I'm a millennial, I'm a big believer in, in technology. So what I do is I will send you everything electronically for you to sign uh, and I'll explain to you what you're signing. So what it is, is we put together an offer. And um, I always advise this in today's market, you should not be lowballing. Okay. If you're going to be lowballing offers, I can almost guarantee you it's going to go in the trash because sellers are just not accepting lowball offers. Uh, it's such a fast paced moving market. They're getting their pick guys. They're getting, they, they, they know who they're going to get. Okay. So um, because you have to consider just like you're out there looking at homes, they may be about 10, 15, maybe 30 buyers out there who are in your same exact situation. And as we talked before, if we're looking at a property that is in mid range, I can almost guarantee you it's going to go real fast. Why? Because if you're looking at something anywhere in between 200,000 to 250, I mean, that's mid-range here in Houston. Everybody can afford something like that. And if we're looking at something below 200000 forget about it, okay? It's just, it's going to go fast, okay? Uh, because property values are increasing rapidly here. Anyway, so basically what will end up happening is, is that once you actually like a property and you put an offer in it, uh, you might consider that there may be several people just like you doing the same exact thing. Uh, because if you like it, there's people out there who love it. Okay. That's just how it is. Um, so what will end up happening is when the seller gets it on the other end, they have basically three options. They will either A, accept the offer, B, deny the offer, C, counter the offer. Okay. So uh, let's just uh, take an example. Let's just go with something mid-range or maybe a little bit lower. Let's go with 200,000. Okay. So if you're Purchasing a house is worth two hundred thousand, and you want it to come at, um, like I said, if you want to lowball it, let's say one sixty, forget about it. Okay. Sometimes I have clients that are like, "Well, let's split one sixty. No, it's just not going to happen. It's going to go in the trash. They're not going to entertain an offer that's way, way below their asking price. That's just not going to happen. It's not that type of market. So let's just say that we come at one eighty nine. Okay, just an example, one eighty nine. 
Um, now, what happens is the seller gets it on the other end and they'll make a decision. Like I said, they, they'll either say 189, no way, Jose, that's way too low. We already have higher offers. We're not even going to dance at that point. Okay. There's not, a, that's not even an invitation to dance, right? So uh, basically, what will end up happening is if they choose to uh, deny, they will do so, and they'll let your, uh, you know, they'll let me know. In this case, if I'm the one putting the offer, they'll call call me up or, or email me, and tell me that's just not going to happen, not at that price, or they may uh, accept it. Maybe they don't have any other offers. Maybe that's a, that, that that's really what they were expecting to get, and they'll accept it. At which point, they'll sign it. And they will uh, send it to me. And that's considered to be an executed contract. Or they may do the third option. The third option will be a counter. They may counter. So they may say, uh, well, we like the terms of the offer. We like how much you're putting down and things like that. But this is still still not, not acceptable on our part. So if it's not acceptable on their part, they will counter, let's just say, 190.95. At which point, we have three options. We can either accept, deny, or counter. <coughs> Excuse me. If we counter, uh, let's just say we counter in 193. If we counter 193, it goes back to them and the same thing happens. Accept, deny, or counter. Um, once we have an acceptance, then basically now we're dancing, right? And then we have what's called an executed contract. And um, once we have the executed contract, I'm going to cover that step Um uh, in, in, in another uh, podcast. But one thing that I want to cover here, since we did talk about the market being very, uh, very high, uh, one thing that is happening right now or that has been happening in the past few years is uh, the bidding wars. Okay. And I'm going to cover that more in another episode. But briefly, what may end up happening, one scenario that uh, may go in the middle there between acceptance and uh, encountering. <clears throat> Excuse me. One thing that may end up happening there is a um, uh, a highest and best offer, which means if there are several buyers in the market for one particular property, let's say there's five or six buyers they're offering. One is offering 189, one's offering 193, one is offering 197, or whatever. And these offers are all uh, covering different ranges of uh, of offers, okay? One of them may be an FHA loan, one of them may be a VA loan, one of them may be a conventional loan, and things of that nature. Now, depending on what a, what a seller wants to accept, they, they tend to lean more towards conventional loans. So if they get a conventional loan that is not that great, okay? Let's just say that, let's say that ours was a conventional loan in 189, and they're like, God, if this was higher, I would have accepted it. At which point, what they may end up doing is they will, uh, if they don't counter, right? If they don't counter, uh, what they may end up doing is they may say, uh, submit your highest and best by a particular time. Okay. So they may uh, ask these bidders, these people that are putting in for the same property, these buyers, they may ask them to uh, kind of, give them a better offer. Let's just say with two business days after today's date, or, you know, that, that also works if they're uh, in the process of waiting for a better offer. Okay. So they say, submit your highest and best. Let's just say by Friday, 5 30 PM, um, you know, whatever. 
And basically all the buyers uh, will have to submit a highest and best offer. Some buyers are perfectly fine with what they're at. They don't want to, they cannot afford to go any higher or they don't want to go any higher. So they will reply by saying, we already submitted the highest and best, or you submit the highest and best. Uh, you know, if in our case, if we wanted to kind of be at one, 193 or whatever, and we submitted to 189, we might want to consider going a little bit higher. Uh, so we may go to 193 or we may, I may even advise you to go to 194 and I'll, I'll go into that later why we go a little bit higher, but anyways, and, and what happens on the other end at 5 30 PM on that Friday, uh, the, uh, seller's agent will get with it with the seller and they review the offers and then make a decision at which point they may let us know that same evening or they may wait until Monday. So it is a waiting game, okay? Uh, anyways, that's all I wanted to cover today. I hope you got value out of this. If you do, please do me a favor. Do share this content or do let people know about what we're covering. Um, and uh, so we can kind of grow this uh, uh, this podcast and, and uh, give some value to some people out there. I want you guys to be educated and make the right decisions, okay? Thank you so much. As always, do let me know your questions and I will cover them on this channel. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.